It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome to another edition of the Giants huddle podcast brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the Giants. I am John Schmelk. Now, Giant fans might not know this guy next to me. He's very unfamiliar. He's been away. <laughs> He's abandoned us. Still have the same haircut. But yes, just like mine. You and I. Yes. So this is Jeff Fiegels, former Giants punter. You might know him from such shows as Big Blue Kickoff Live and a guy who used to kick the ball for the New York football Giants as well. Mr. Fiegels, Hi, it's John. good to see you, bud. It's great to be in the building. Things have changed a little bit in here, but for yeah, the better. Nice, I, right? But for the better, I would say. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's good. So, Jeff. The only way to get you back here is to sign autographs now. And that's why you're here today for training <laughs> I'm camp. here today to sign some autographs. Yeah. And you Family are, day. And you are going to hopefully do some stuff with us over the course of the season. Hopefully. Which is great. Um, how are you? you? You left to start the business with yeah. the Suns. Is it rolling? Uh, no, it going? It, it's going well. Uh, it's, you know, at times it's a little more difficult than, you know, you think. Is but. it the business part of it or the Suns part of it? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> it's funny because some, you know, you have to understand that you you have to be a dad and then you have to be a boss. So, um, but you know what? Both of which involve yelling at your kids, by the way. Yeah, but I, just you know, they're older reasons. now, so I don't have to yell at them too much. <laughs> but what we do, we do run it like you know something I was involved in a long time, and that's football. It's like a team, so we run it like a team. We have a team meeting in the morning at nine, and go over what we're going to be doing and. Um, do you have like Tom Coughlin like regulations for being to these meetings on time? I try to. I try to. Does but, it work? But, the, but there's there's commuting involved in this, <laughs> this thing, so I give them the benefit of the doubt. But uh, and they don't have any money for me to fine them, so I mean it doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, you are giving a paycheck, so you could just take it right out. Well, of I checks. could do that too, I guess. But I a little maybe this maybe in year two it'll be a little bit different. But I am having a good time. I do miss you guys. We miss um, you too. Bro. Miss you being around that. the team and things like that. So, uh, but it'll be exciting to talk a little bit about the Giants coming up and. You know, training camp was always a fun time of the year for me, and it's just really the start of everything. Well, training camp's always fun for punters because you guys can just sit around the sun for like 80% of practice. I walked in just now, and I went into the locker room, and and of course, I see the kicker, you know, and the punter and the long snapper all laying on their little lounges in front of their their lockers. I'm like, nothing's changed. No one else is in there? No. And I said to him, I said, I said, I'm glad, I'm glad that you guys are holding down the tradition of being the, the specialist by laying down while everybody else is in meetings learning football. What they say? We did, yeah. <laughs> so I'm good. I'm, I'm happy for that. But, uh, uh, but you know, I, I again, it, it's just great to be back. All right. Well, I don't think we've spoken on a show since last season ended. So give me your Jeff Fiegel's kind of <laughs> twenty thousand foot view of before we get to the off season. Yeah. Off season, even year one of Joe Shane and, and Brian Dable. Well, I think that I think they they both did very well at executing a plan. I, I mean, they really came in and understood or tried to understand the roster, get it where they were. I think they, they overachieved a little bit last year. Um, I think a lot of people will say that, but that's okay. That's, that's, that certainly just goes to show you that- Overachieving is not a bad thing. Not at all. Um, <laughs> we, you try to overachieve in this business every week, and but I thought they did a great job establishing the roster, learning about the roster, and then, of course, uh, winning some games in the fourth quarter. Uh, I think that was a lot of, I mean, for a fan, good to see and again i think just more changing the culture of the football team the building i think all that happened and now look what happens in year two you don't have a home football game or one o'clock home game football until one until october that means that you won some games last year 
So that's a good thing. Yeah, because that's what it was in use to be with the Giants. Exactly. Like the we had, we didn't have very many one o'clock games. They were all the night games or four o'clock because when you're good, you like to see. And then and in this market, you know how that works. Your thoughts on Daniel Jones? Well, I think he going back to last year, he proved that he could be you know a top quarterback in the league and and certainly get a contract that he wanted. Um, you know, John, how hard it is to find a quarterback in the National Football League. They try every Something year. We talked about in the show for a very long time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they try every year. Um, and even to this day, there's every teams are trying to still find a good one. But I think that Daniel proved that he could be a leader. I think he proved that he could do what the team wanted him to do. And that's like hold on to the football. Um, and I think year two in this system, I think is going to be really well for him. What's the next step for him, in your opinion, for, for him to kind of, you know, go from the echelon he's in to, you know, jump up another tier or so in the quarterback rankings? To me, it would be you and I would be able to say, you know, Daniel Jones won that game on his shoulders. You know, I think that a lot of times, I don't think we've done that. I mean, other than that, that game in Washington, the one he won the game for them. Um, but I mean, you haven't seen a lot of those. And I think that, that now, I think that's probably the next step. The other thing is, it's just being Go consistent. out there, score 30 points and just, you know, run the ball up and down the field. All, Do it all and, 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 and execute and again, continue to eliminate mistakes as far as turning the football over because you can't do it in the league. You know that. And so I think that's a big part of it. All right, Saquon Barkley's back for another year. Um, <laughs> how much is his presence going to, to help move this thing forward here, and how important was it to get him back in this building? Well, I mean, when you just – if you read about the team and you're not in the building, what I was what I was hearing and reading was that how much he's respected in the locker room, sure. and that is huge. Because when Joe Shane came in here, one of his jobs and Brian Dable was to – reshape the roster and get character and things like that and build that locker room. So that's one thing. Number two is you can see that how this offense works around certain players. I mean, he catches the football in the backfield. I think he got better at his blocking from the day one when he's, when he stepped foot here. Best pass pro year of his career. So I think with those in mind, and I think that now he doesn't have to worry about a contract this year. He's done, uh, you know, now next year, whatever happens, happens. So I'm a big believer, and I know that this has been talked about a lot on talk radio and everything about the running back position and what's happened to it. But I'm also a big believer in incentivizing players. Every position. It doesn't matter if it's just running back or anything. Prove it. I'll pay you. If I was a GM, I would be doing it. And, and if you don't prove it, then you don't get paid, and I get to save money. And then you'll probably be gone next year. But that's the pressures of playing the position and, and in the league. All right, so now <clears throat> as we head into to 2020 three here now jeff and jeff with this gigantic water bottle i'm glad i'm not gonna leave it i'm glad the tradition continues Mm -hmm. you will leave something in here by the way no i have it all right here john okay nope (laughs) nope for everyone that doesn't get that joke i i I do like to leave things around and uh and they by by the way they stay for a long time they do yes i've I've held stuff full i think that winter hat was in here for like six months last (laughs) year but i i've said look i got it all right here so yes very good We know the schedule is a lot tougher this year than it was last year, right? So yep, what are the things so. the Giants need to be better at to maintain that record from last year or even maybe even improve upon it? I, th- I think that, and I <clears throat> again, I think that this is what the coaching staff and Brian Dable will do is to manage expectations. And I think that you, and I know it's a cliche to take one game at a time, but, and I know that Brian Dable, from what I've been reading, he tries to keep telling and, and deflecting the questions that the, the media keeps asking him. You know, what about last year? You did this. What about last year? Forget about last year. And you have to understand that people are out to get you. You know, you you, you won nine games last year. You aren't sneaking up at anybody now. So, I mean, you now have to take them one at a time. And, and you're going to – and I think that 
they'll do that. And I think that Brian will keep them focused. And then the, the big thing is, is that it's health. This team is positioned, in my opinion, to, to go somewhere as long as it stays healthy. And that's with every any team. You're ready for a change. Payday comes early with citizens. So go to that retreat. New you moves to the country. Now you're raising goats and launching a lifestyle brand. Are you ready for all that life brings? So I counted. You played in the league for uh, roughly a million and a half years. <clears throat> Almost. Yeah. So is he right, though? Because it's a cliche to say every year is new. Last year doesn't matter. I know how I feel about it. I've stated it. But from a guy that's been in the league for as long as you were, does every team really have its own identity regardless of what happened the prior season? Yes. Yeah, and but but remember this: you don't just want to forget about what you built. Of course last not. Year. Right. And so there's reference points during the week and in meetings and things like that to point out the good and the bad and the ugly. Um, but I think media fans they always want to bring up what you did successfully. That's okay. But as players in an organization, you move on and you got to deal with a certain team. And remember, every team is different every year, and especially this. Look at all the new receivers you got here. You got a lot of new people. And so I think that offensively, you're going to put in some more plays that guys are going to be able to understand to run them better because last year it was so new to everybody. Now, if, and if you're one of those new guys, you kind of got to catch up. Yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. it's hard. And, and you know that I've told you this before and some of our shows that we've always done that the team will not wait for you. <laughs> there, this isn't like you know after school you're gonna they're gonna go and and the guys that, that are gonna stay with the system they're gonna make the team and they're gonna play better, but if you're if you're behind you got to get some help and I think the veteran leadership kind of helps those young guys, because um, there's a lot of really good looking young players on this team. You mentioned the wide receivers. Are you excited about the uh, the additions made to the group this year? Whether it's free agency, yeah. Paris Campbell, the draft, Jalen Hyatt. I think I think if there's one word you can put in that position, and I'm hoping that it's durable, <laughs> but I think it's speed. And I think that um, you're seeing a lot of that in camp. I know you have watching the practices and stuff. Just from what I've seen and, re and been reading about it, that seems to be the one component of the offense that has been missing that now they're excited about. So you were here pounding the table relentlessly for six months for the Giants, four months for the Giants to draft Kyle Pitts. Did they get the next best thing in Darren Waller, or did they get the better, more mature version of Kyle Pitts and Darren Waller? The latter, I think. I really do. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 I've always loved the tight end position, especially nowadays. I think that you talk about a hybrid, but man, I'll tell you, what a red zone threat. And the guy is, is just, and you've seen it out here, he's a freak. The guy, is just he's so big, he's agile, he catches everything, he's tough. It's all about health for him. If he stays healthy, then the, the sky's the limit for him and Daniel Jones. And by the way, again, I, I'm sure that everything that I'm reading about it is Daniel Jones is becoming very familiar with Darren Waller. I mean, why not? Right? He's a big receiver. Quarterback's best friend, man. Yeah. Love the check down to a guy that can score from anywhere, right? <laughs> that's what it is. Guy that's too big, too big for corners, too fast for linebackers. He's too physical. Um, he'll run you over. And by the way, I, he'll he'll jump over you too. Jeff, he ran. I mean, he's. Uh, you can ask anyone that's been watching practice. They've tried to put slot corners on him, and it's not like he's big boying them. He's running away from them. Right. It's like, and he shouldn't be able to move that way. Because you'll. I don't know, I'm not sure if you've stood next to him yet. No. He's freaking gigantic. Yeah. And the idea, of putting, <laughs> the idea of putting a slot cornerback on him is not for him. It's for the slot corner to see if you can play a guy like that. That's, the, that's, that's what we call evaluation. <laughs> no so. question about it. Two guys that you've seen grow here. You've been hosting shows since they got drafted. 
Andrew Thomas and Dexter Lawrence. <clears throat> Both guys got rewarded with monster contracts. Monsters. Just, you yeah. know, talk about, you know, the progress you've seen from them, what they did last year, and, and just, you know, I'm really just proud of the guys from, from no, kind of where be. they came you from. You really should be. I, I'll start with Dex first. Um, I think he probably had a little more of an advantage than Andrew Thomas because I don't think that uh, the leadership and maybe the mentorship with, uh, with Leo and, you know, with that group – where the offensive lineman, I, I, there wasn't much there in, from a leadership standpoint and somebody that's, you know, been to the Pro Bowl and things like that. So I think Dex got a, he kind of grew up quicker because of that. But I think Andrew Thomas, he's a guy that he's a consummate pro. He's always working on on his craft. And, you know, remember that rookie year, the first half of the season, everybody thought he was going to be a bust. Um, but we all said, listen, he's a first rounder. He's a t left tackle, for God's sakes. Let's give him a little bit of, you know, little time to, to grow into what he wants to to be as a pro and he certainly has those are big milestones for guys like that and especially for this organization to draft guys like that and then get them into that second contract uh, you hope maybe next year with Saquon that could happen too but the fact of the matter is is both those guys worked for it they got it and they uh, they achieved it and they earned it the Giants on a podcast is brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants. From game day to every day, Citizens is made ready for Giants fans with insights, guidance, and solutions. Learn more at citizensbank.com. All right, Jeff, who's the next group of guys that you think are, are going to be <clears throat> Andrew Thomas and Dexter Lawrence and maybe not next offseason, but an offseason soon might be earning a, a big contract on their own to kind of stay here? Well, we forgot to mention Daniel Jones, too. Right? Well, I'm here. He got his. We already talked <laughs> um, about him. So I got to you're going to have to refresh my memory a little bit about some of the guys. But I think when well, you uh, got I'll, I'll throw I some names out there. You got McKinney, Thibodeau, Aziz Ojolari. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. Thought any of the receivers yeah. you want to take a look at. Well, but, I think McKinney to start there. Mm -hmm. um, that that position is really hard to get a second contract. You know that because it's just it, it, they want a lot of money mm -hmm. and that position doesn't pay a lot of money. So but. Um, so that's just an economics part of it. I think he, he earns it. I mean, he's a, he's a leader in the locker room. He's pretty healthy. Um, you know, from the wide receiver position, um, you got a bunch of young guys there. So, yep. I mean, that's just a matter of time before it works itself out. How I about mean, the edge guys? Ojlari, I think, is a guy that I think this is a big year for him. He needs to show that he can stay healthy mm -hmm. and stay on the field. We know he can make sacks and make tackles, and he's a, you know he's a good player. But as we always say, you know, you can't make the club in the tub, right? So, I mean, a lot of these guys have to understand that. And I, I believe that nobody wants to get hurt. You know that, John. It's just some guys are just better at, it, at not getting hurt than others. All right, so we got joint practices coming up, Jeff. Then we have oh, the first preseason game. We're going to Detroit, flying out on Monday. We'll have a couple padded practice out there. For a player, how do things change when all of a sudden you're looking at somebody and they don't have the NY they on love their it. helmet? They love it. Because, it's, you know, it's just – how many, what today will be what this like, are we on like eight or nine, nine, nine practices? Nine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nine practices. It's you're tired of seeing each other and uh, you want a little bit of a change in a routine. And I know that going on the road to play a game is a change of routine, but you guys are going to be there for a week. You're going Monday and you play Friday. So that is a lot of fun for the guys. And, and again, you get to beat up on the guy across from you, but from a teaching standpoint and from an evaluation, I think it's the, I love them. When we did them, they didn't work because there was always fights, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just ridiculous. Tell uh, a story. Give it, me a fight. Well, I mean, we just there was when I was with the Eagles and Buddy Ryan. Oh I mean, gosh. <laughs> he, I mean, we flew we flew down to Macon, Georgia. Did you for, fight other people, or did you fight each other? No, they were fighting. We we were playing. We were scrimmaging the Falcons with Jerry Glanville of all people. Oh jeez. I don't even think we made it off the plane and we started <laughs> fighting. 
but I know that we I know we did one nine on seven and that was pretty much it. We got back on the plane and gone. It was a stupid trip. Was it was it your defense that started the fight? It had to have been. Of right? course. What was it like yeah. Seth Joyner? Jerome Brown, you know, all those guys. Evans, yeah. right? Yeah. So but nowadays I think well and then again when we started when I first came here with, with the Giants, we would always we were scrimmaging the Jets, and that's when Rex Ryan. Buddy Ryan, Rex Ryan. <laughs> Synonymous with fights, right? Uh, and it just never, so I think that kind of cooled off for a while, but I Herm think Edwards too, right? Wasn't there a Herm Edwards team that came in here and there was a fight too, if I yes, remember right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But the, the thing is, is that I think nowadays it's, it's kind of understood both teams. Let's just try to get something out of this, you know, and, and there, there's, there's fights. It's, it's always, the fights are always the big guys, the big fat guys. They're just, <laughs> they're hot. They, they have a short temper. They're, they're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what, you know. I don't know about you, but when I'm hungry, I want to fight too. I mean, I'll fight anybody. I'm just starving. Let's go. You know, those guys got to eat. So, uh, but I, you want to get a lot done. I'm a big fan of them. Um, I like the, I like the team going on the road and focusing and kind of coming together. Is it'll be good. I, I, I think they, they do a lot for the team. All right. Before we jump into to a couple other things, give me your rundown on the Giants specialists, kind of where they're at, and yeah. and what you think of the group. Well, I think. I'm a big fan of veterans at that position. You got all three of them there with Graham and Casey and Gano. I mean, excuse me, in the, the Scottish Hammer. Yep. Um, with Jamie. So, I think the other two guys. I'm not worried about them. I'm not saying that I'm worried about Jamie. I think he has. I think he has so much potential, John. He's well, I, really, I mean, Jamie hasn't done it as long as the other guys. So. Yeah, and so yeah. he. But I think I. I actually, uh, actually got him and his wife uh, an apartment and. Uh, Paramus. So I got to know him a little bit this year. We talked a lot about the game, about the position. And so, you know, more of the directional kicking. And he's so good at that Aussie kick, that end over end. And um, he's going to be working the sidelines a little bit more with that punt because he can do it. It's natural to him. It's so natural. And I just told him one time, I'm like, listen, that's your best kick. Use it. And so uh, I'm really happy to see the progress that he's made over the offseason, and I'm excited to see how he does this year. Um, he's, he found a place where McGahee lets him do what he wants to do. He doesn't have a lot of restrictions, and a lot of coaches put restrictions on players, and it kind of gets in their head. I think Jamie, coming from a bad situation in Cleveland, and I think it's really going to help him uh, really do a nice job this year. All right, we're seeing all the Hall of Fame in, in yeah, that's awesome. today, Jeff. These are mostly guys that you played with. Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of them in the 2000s. What is it like watching? You got Ronnie Barber, DeMarcus Ware, Darrell Revis, <laughs> just kind of seeing all these guys get in that, that you played against and some of these guys with. Well, I remember just being in the league with all these guys and watching them perform. I mean, every year they were perennial all pros and, you know, guys going to the Pro Bowl. And But I think, you know, the, the one characteristic to all these guys, and I love the stories, by the way. The, these are, of all the things, I, forget the game. I could care less about the game. That These are the best things you could you can listen to because – they just every one of them, and I didn't get a chance. To, I'm going. I didn't. I don't know where Joe Klecko's is in the lineup here. If he's he, he later, went, or he won like two players. Okay, ago. I'm going to watch. Can his. Go back and watch him. Yeah, yeah because sure. I, I feel like that's one I want to hear. Um, but it's just it's great to watch these guys and and it very well deserved and it's just a, a tremendous honor. This is you know, you get that yellow jacket. I don't think there's much more you need to do. What was it like playing against Chuck Howley? Yeah, he was uh, he was a good guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> have no idea who Chuck is, by the way. Oh, he might be. No, he, well, he made the Hall of Fame. He I know that, but was, I don't know who he is. Well, he played like in the sixties and stuff. Well, he was yeah, long I mean, before yeah, you played. I was just, was, I was just making you feel old. That was it. Yeah. Giant yeah. fans love a winner. It's why they love Citizens, named the 2022 best bank in the U.S. by the banker as the official bank of the Giants and sponsor of the huddle. Citizens is made ready for fans of Big Blue. Learn more at citizensbank.com. Speaking of not knowing who players are, we're gonna end with something special. Oh, we're gonna do a game. Dom, you can hit it. Oh. <laughs> it's time for everyone's favorite game. I like this. Did he play with Jeff Beagles? I don't have a great memory. 22 NFL seasons. Wow. Hundreds of players. Beagles with the Eagles. Let's see who Jeff remembers. You can make a mockery of my memory. Here's your host. That was just so... John Schmelt. All right, here we go, Jeff. I got seven guys for you. So it's like a seven-game series in the NHL or NBA. So we, we will have Tom, a... This is going to be the best game you've ever seen. So we will have seen. a winner here. Okay. Oh, whatever. yeah, because we have seven. Yeah, because we have seven. Right, here we go. Unless you somehow figure out. We're like a planning board. Yes, exactly. You real, ready to real go? Real estate term. Yes. Okay, we're going to start. And here are the rules for the folks that aren't familiar with our game. We used to play on Big Blue Kickoff Live. I will name a player. Jeff will say whether or not he played with that player. Remember, 19 seasons here. There's a lot of guys. Five different teams. 22. 22. It was 22. Uh, yeah. Even better. 22 seasons. See, he did I'm up one nothing, Howard. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations for knowing how long your own career was, Jeff. Perfect. Yeah, you don't get definitely. points for that. No. Um, so I will give him a name. He must first correctly identify whether or not he played with that player. If he does identify that correctly, then he has to get two out of – he has to know what team he played on with the player. Mm-hmm. And then position either position or the year you play with them, right? Right. So that's the rules. You love turf. You're good at it. So you start a turf biz. Business grows. Your savings grow. Become the most celebrated name in turf. Are you ready for all that life brings? You don't Sounds really easy, but it's not. You only have to get get two out of three. Right. Okay. If he gets gets two out of three team, year, position. He gets to win. Otherwise, I walk away victorious. You ready? Something tells me that Schmelk has done his research on this too, by the oh, way. Oh, I was so sitting here for going, half an hour yeah, before you showed up. Yeah, he's definitely going to try to get me. I got some tough ones here. You All ready? Right. Okay, yeah. Here we go. Number one, Gartrell Johnson. Jeff, did you play with Gartrell Johnson? Yes, I did play with Gartrell Johnson. You did. Correct. Yeah. Okay. But do you know when and with what team or what position Gartrell see, played? See, this is the hard one because they kind of all run together. Um... I believe it was Arizona. <laughs> That's what wrong. Um, I'm going to... Uh, oh, God, this is hard. Might have been here. Giants. It was. Okay. But you That's said, two. No, no, no. You don't get credit for that. You already got the team wrong. Well, I got two right and one wrong. Well, well, well what year did he play here with you with the Giants? Oh, see, that, see, this is not easy. No, it's team, year, and position. You, I'm not giving you two chances to get the team. You get one guess at the team. It was uh, well, he was he. I I do I did play with him, and he was with the Giants, and he was a Gartrell Johnson. What does that sound like? I'm gonna say he was a tight end. He was a running back. Damn, All right, Jeff loses. Offensive. Schmelk up one nothing. All right, here we go. Player number two. All right. Did you play with Ryan? Hannum. Ryan Hannum. Man, this is Ryan Hannum. Hmm. <laughs> He's no idea. No. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember Ryan Hannum. You did not play with Ryan Hannum? I don't think so. So there wasn't a tight end on the 2002 <laughs> Seattle Seahawks named Ryan Hannum? Oh, yes, there was. 
Yes, Ryan. Now I know who he is. Yep. Big tall dude. Yeah. Do you remember him now? Yeah, I do now. All right. Yes. There yep. we go. All right. All right. So. Two. Oh, hey, Schmelk. at least at least I remember him. Like, Schmelk not... wins the first two games at home. And remember, the series does not change until someone uh. wins a game on the road. All right, Jeff. We're now going to be in your home court advantage here. Did you play with Mark Campbell? Did you play with Mark Campbell? I don't know about a Campbell. No, I don't know. I didn't play with Mark Campbell. No, there wasn't a defensive tackle for the Arizona Cardinals in 1997 that played five games. No. <laughs> five Campbell. games, five games. Schmelk goes and finds me a guy that I played with for five games. Yeah, that's correct. That's horrible. Wow. Schmelk with the three O series uh, lead. This is, this is horrible. I haven't even gotten. All right, All right. Go ahead. Did you play with Josh Hart? Did you play with Josh Hart? You might know him as Joshua Hart. No, I didn't play with Josh Hart either. Correct. The <laughs> I, I'm just going to say, I didn't play with any of these guys. Eventually, I'm going to get one no, right. Josh, Josh Hart, you did not play with. That is correct. All right, here we go. Was Josh Hart really a football player? Because he throws basketball guys in here yeah, all I the do. time That's on me, correct. and I do not follow basketball. I do not. If you want to Google search Josh Hart NFL, see if anybody comes up, but I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Don, take care of that for me. All right, here we go. Sounds like a basketball player. Did you play with Mike Reed? Did you play with Mike Reed? Give me a clue. How am I going to give you a clue? It's a yes or no question. I can't give you a clue. Mike Reed. Yeah, I think I played with Mike Reed. You did play with Mike yeah. Reed. Now, okay. what team was um, Mike Reed on with you? Or what position did he play? Reed. See, a lot of times what I do, I try to see the back of the name and the back of the jersey, kind of put it together. There might have been Reed. an M. Reed, because there could have been two Reeds. Okay, I'll give you a hint. It's R-E-I-D, not E-E-D. It's uh, R-E-I-D, if that gives you a hint. Is there any yeah. Josh Hart NFL? No? Sorry. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that I did, and I'm going to say he was with the Patriots. I'm sorry, Jeff. <laughs> All right, but you still have a chance if a you get the position chance, right. Huh? If you get the position right, you still have a chance. Oh, I have no clue. He, was, he must have been a receiver. A defensive back. Yeah. 1993. He played 12 games for you guys that year. 93. All yeah, right. At the Eagles. Josh. Wow. What was his first name? I'm Mike. Mike Reed. I don't even remember him. Okay, well. He, he played 12 games. 12 games, yeah. He played 12 games. Must That's legit. A special teamer because I know he didn't start. Yeah, I figured you would have known him. I thought you might get that one. All right, we got two left. I'm just rubbing it in your face at this point. I know you All are. Right. Uh, did you play? I think this one I think is the easiest one. So I'll give this one to you next. Did you play with Kittrick Taylor? Do you play with Kendrick Taylor? No, it's Kittrick Taylor. Thank you. No, I don't know Kendrick Taylor. Well, I do know. First of all, you said this Taylor. was easy, so yes, I did. Okay, well, we still got to get two more right. Position <laughs> and team. Taylor, he's got to be a defensive guy with that name. <laughs> you are not correct. <laughs> you know, I am killing you today. This is fantastic. Where did you just, you had too much time on your hands <laughs> to do this. Because normally this is like John would just be, oh, yeah, we're going to play the game. And he'll just pick a couple. And yeah, we, 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 he's, we, he has done his homework. We had to wait one. around 15, 20 minutes for Matt Parrott to show up for media availabilities. You know what I was doing while that was going on? Mm -hmm. Finding I can Kittrick only Taylor, so who what, played we, wide receiver oh. for the Patriots in 1989. Oh, he goodness, actually had like gracious. a seven-year career. He played like 120 NFL games. That's why I thought you would be able to get him. 34 years ago. He's picking guys. I picked one guy from each team. Now the last guy, which is now a duplicate, because I've now picked one guy from every roster, so this is now going to oh, be a duplicate. Last okay. one. All right. Did you play with Aaron Rouse? No. No, I have no idea who Aaron Rouse is. Is he a baseball player? No, he was a safety for the Giants in 2009 for like more than half the year. Jeez, Jeff. 
What is, what well, are your, first of all, I retired. I retired. I retired in '09, yeah, so I, I maybe was worried more about that than getting the roster's names right. Wait, hold on. So you're telling me in your last year you were mailing it in and you weren't even thinking about it? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's like what you. I was. I was mailing it in. <laughs> that is a painful game, by the way. <laughs> I must tell you, it's a lot of enjoyment for him, but did, not did, for me. Did you usually you? you it's were, a you lot were, of people. You were on a pretty good win streak for a while, yeah, though. Yeah, but I, 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 I murdered I, you here. I think you know, with. Yeah, I mean, I used to, but I used to go over the rosters a little bit back in the day. So, wow, so you got every single one wrong except for Josh Hart, who's not an NFL player. It's hard. I mean, you think about the I roster. Know, like understand. early on in the, my career, remember there was 120 guys in the roster. Mm -hmm. There was no, you know, 90 guys in camp. That's another 30 guys. I mean, that's oh, a lot. Oh, I didn't pick training camp guys. So I picked guys that made the 53 or however many okay. guys were. That would have been impossible. About how many guys were on the roster in your day? Were like. 38-man yeah. roster? It's funny it because I, I think I remember I, – I will remember my – my <laughs> the guys I remember the most are the guys earlier in my career. For some reason, I kind of remember them a, a little sense. bit more. Maybe it was just they meant more to me then. I don't know. I don't know. But this has been fun. My, my theory would be it's before you had kids, and once yeah, you have 100%. kids, your mind just yeah. goes oh, to you yeah. know what. Yeah, I, especially I, when I, you I, have multiple kids. I don't remember anything anymore. I used to remember everything. Well, you have multiple kids. Know. So, yes. you know, left wow. side, right side, they're both gone. Uh, yeah. The brain <laughs> – all right, give me your Super Bowl prediction, Jeff. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I, I think Cincinnati's going to do it this year. Ooh, okay. A little Luana Rumo. I like it. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, Who are they going to beat? Uh, NFC. I, I hate to say it. Eagles. That, I mean, Eagles with the Eagles. They're, 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 they're strong. They just can. But you know what? Anything can happen. Um, yeah, I like, those, I like that matchup. But the, I, I don't know if I can handle the Eagles getting back to the Super Bowl. Because of the fans, they're just, and all the people, my neighbor, the people that are Eagles fans that I know, I just can't take it anymore. I had to literally yell at a guy at a golf tournament about a month ago because he was an Eagles fan. And he said, you used to be with the Eagles. And I'm like, yes. And he's like, how about those Eagles, this and that. And like, and then all of a sudden he just out of nowhere started talking about Jalen, how bad he is. I'm Jalen like, Hyatt or Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts. I'm like, what are you doing? I go, you are the, you are the, this is why people hate Eagle fans. <laughs> you go to the Super Bowl, the guy gets a huge contract. He goes, yeah, he doesn't deserve in all that. I'm like, this is the Eagle fans for you. Seriously. They're, they, they just cannot, they just can't handle success. I mean, come on. So anyways. All right, that made me happy. I got I know, on a little yeah, tangent. But it doesn't end. make me—it doesn't make me happy sending them to the Super Bowl. But it does make me happy talking about them. Do the Giants make the playoffs? I'm gonna say no. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think I—I just—I just—I hope so. And I, I, mean, do, I do, hope do, they do, prove do, me do wrong. You think their record's gonna be in the same neighborhood? Though? I do. I just okay. think—I just think that the the division has gotten better. Mm-hmm. You know, and and maybe the Cowboys one day will wake up and actually realize that they are a pretty good football team. You think it just play well. I, I mean, mean, they've won 12 games two straight years. That's what I'm saying. So they, they just, just kind of just got to figure it out. Right. So, mm -hmm. but this division from two, a couple of years ago, which was the NFC least we call them right now, they are really good. And I think it's going to be, you know, and so, the, but I will tell you the NFC. And by the way, and you can think the Giants are better. But I do think they're better. That's what I'm saying. No, I, I'm not saying that they're going. And again, I Correct. think that this is, this is where coaching and veterans come in to play because you know, you know, you've been around long enough to know now when there's been hype in this building about the team and people hyping the hyping and hyping hype. The Giants have always played better with, without the without hype. the hype. Correct. That's so right. I just, but mm -hmm. but again, this is new. 
We have a new general manager. The Giants have a new head coach. And they're going in the right direction. And they're going, so things Mm -hmm. could change. And and I'm hoping. You know, I'm a huge Giants fan, but I'm just, you know, trying to be real. But I think they're going to play good. I think they're going to win just as many games, but I think it just might be harder to get there. Jeff, this was awesome, man. I miss you, This is good stuff, man. Thank you for having me. On the Giants Total Podcast, brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the Giants. Jeff's going to go sign some autographs and get some fans happy. Do you think you're going to see a Jeff Fiegel's jersey out there today? Definitely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. worn by They're a high demand. Ever. They're in high demand now. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe <not. laughs> for Jeff Eagles, I'm sure. My kids Trump. are here, so they've got at least three of them. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. Uh, <laughs> and next time we talk, I'm going to be in beautiful Detroit, Michigan. So we'll chat then. See you next time, everybody.